You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father Jason Leffer and my beautiful co-host, my sister. Oh, you're so generous. Thank you. Lori Leffer. You know, I, my dear I just, brother. We're on air, so I have to act like I actually like but it. But yeah, so, yeah. yeah. See. That's, that's oh, that and I, I need to explain one thing here. Okay. So um, I have two brothers, Father Leffer and then my other brother, which is Darryl, a beautiful Darryl, one. My other brother, Daryl. Yeah, your other brother. Yeah. <laughs> my brother, Glenn, and his beautiful wife, um, he, he has his Nancy. And uh, we, uh, there's, I'm so blessed, you know, because they're taller than me. And so I get to say that, yes, I am the youngest. <laughs> everybody wants to know and everybody thinks I'm the youngest. So I get to call them my, my younger, my little big brothers. And, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I'm your big little brother. Yes, you are. Okay, so as we go here, I was thinking as a segue into this next segment... Um, I was reflecting on this. So we're, we're celebrating here on the Glorian Dairy in Leffer, North Dakota. Uh, Dad's 80th birthday, my 50th birthday, priesthood, vocation of marriage, all this great joy and glory that comes through uh, the church and our faith. And I, I, just, I was just thinking here uh, about my baptism, which, um, ha- you know, when you enter the seminary, you know, you, you have to get a baptismal certificate to start the process. And you talk to other people who are in the seminary. And I remember all these seminarians, they'd be like, oh, I was baptized on uh, the Feast of St. Thomas. He's my, my favorite saint, and he's looking out for me. Or I was baptized on the Feast of you know, St. Catherine, and she's my favorite saint. And, and I was like, oh, I wonder what day I was baptized on. I went and looked. It was November 1st, First. 1970. I was like, oh, bummer. I don't get a saint. You know, and I was, I was really kind of all sad about that till. One day it hit me, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. November 1st, 1970, there it was. They're holding me over the baptismal font, pouring water on me, and it took every single saint in heaven to pray for me that there's a chance that I might get there one day. Yep. So that's, you know, I get all the saints. And But actually, I mean, I really have developed this relationship with all the saints. Like this yeah. morning, I was teaching everybody about uh, St. Catherine, Catherine the Astonishing. Have you ever heard of St. Catherine the Astonishing? I mean, no, she, but it is astonishing. You better share a little bit about levitating. that. She's levitating. She's doing all kinds of crazy things. Well, to celebrate this joy and glory of saints and baptism, we have a couple of amateur experts. I call them amateur because amateur means one who loves, right? So uh, Jake and Christy Untersayer, are you guys with us on the line this morning? Yes, <laughs> Good morning, you guys. Okay, so we want you. You guys are experts. So, how, how many children you have now? Uh, four here, one in heaven, and one on the way. Very Jake, good. did you have to um, look at them and count them to remember? <laughs> no, no, go easy. Go easy on the dads here. We're we're, we're just glad that Jake's with us on air here. Go, yes, go thank easy you, Jake. <laughs> okay, but no, you've been through a number of baptisms, and you're you're planning another one coming up. And uh, I know you guys personally, and and I know just how beautifully you celebrate these incredible moments. So how about we start with Christy? Christy, could you could you talk to us a little bit? I mean, just you'll give us a faith witness how you describe it. But what is it you do as a family? First of all, to get ready for the actual baptism, and then how you kind of you acknowledge that across the years. Can you can you walk us through what you do as a, as parents and as a family? Sure. Um... Well, as a family, we just we're just so excited about baptisms. Our kids love baptisms; they know all about it. 
They love the holy water and the oil, and we talk about all those things as a reminder of what's happening, and we remind them that we're about to put this baby to death. We're going to... Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That sounds pretty... That, oh, I don't know. That sounds pretty... We, we've been talking about life here. That yeah, sounds pretty... No. What, what do you mean you're about to put your baby to death? What does that mean, Christy? Well, in baptism, you die with Christ, and you are reborn to new life. So we just hand our baby over to the Lord to take care of him and um, bring him to new life and glory. So Right. So maybe for listeners who might not be familiar with this, I mean, the actual word baptism itself literally means to put something to death. You, you first put something to death so the new life can come. So if you think about like the red, you know, crossing the Red Sea, for example, right, the waters come over and flood and destroy all the enemies of God's people. And he, he brings his people through the waters to this new life, the new promised land, and all the enemies are dead. So baptism always involves a death before resurrection can come. And I, I think, I, I don't know, I don't know that many Christians realize that or think about it, that if you really want new life, something has to die first, right? And then right. also, you know, even definition of the priest, a priest is one who puts someone to death. That's literally what a priest does. He offers the victim to God. And so you hand your child over to the priest, right? Right. Yeah. Now, do you actually communicate that to your children, like the ones who are younger? And I mean, how? Yeah, yeah. We talk about that. They know that that's what happens. So how how does that affect them? Or do they get freaked out by that? Or No, they think it's great. (laughs) Uh, Our kids are not freaked out about very many things. Um, But they think it's awesome. Uh, One thing that they've really clung on to is that the soul is in darkness until it's baptized, and then the light comes in. So they are always, at the moment of baptism, one of them always looks at me and goes, His soul is light now! So, so Jake, as a dad, why why is it so important to emphasize that your baby needs a savior? I mean, that it's in darkness to begin with. I mean, because I, I think today we hesitate to use those harsh words, or we we hesitate to speak in such dark ways. Why why is that so important to actually communicate that to your children? Because it's real. So I mean, everything we talk to with our kids, we always talk about things like because they're real things. So. We really need a Savior. We're really born into sin. I need a Savior as much as the little baby being baptized needs a Savior. We all do. So we don't... Uh, it's not don't a fantasy. things because they're hard. Just, you know, just, be- just because they're hard. It's because they're real things, and real things are real, so we really talk about them. Just it's not just a, a transformer, Jake, right? It's not just a toy yeah. transformer. This is something to right. be grasped. It is a real thing. It's not a cartoon. Well, and it, it strikes me too, like because if it isn't real, then why would you need a savior, right? I mean, so and I think we're kind of under that illusion. I, I'm not sure a lot of people are convicted that they need a savior, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then, okay. Then what else do you do, Christy, as a family? So for the actual celebration of the baptism, um, we do a few special things that help us to carry on. Um, remembering the baptism as well. I make a baptismal candle for the kids. Um, I use a, an altar candle because I like the connection with the sacrifice to the altar. And I paint it and I put their name on it and um, kind of paint it like a Paschal candle. And yeah, we try to so paint that it is, to match the Paschal candle from when they were baptized. Yeah, so we can kind of 
connects that with the Paschal mystery. And um, then we have that candle to light over and over again every year on their baptism day. Um, we also make special treats. The kids like to make um, shell cookies. Shell is a, the shell is a symbol of pilgrimage, and our pilgrimage to heaven starts at baptism, so we like to make little shell cookies and take those and have a celebration after the baptism as well. Um, and we have a special white garment that we use from the from our family now what, that we okay. have used. Okay, you're flying through these the things, kids. and I want to pause because they're so beautiful. I, yeah. What, what, talk talk <laughs> about the symbolism of the candle a little bit. Why? What's with the candle? Why is that so important? Well, the candle represents Christ, first and foremost, because as um, a candle burns, what does it do? It gives up itself. It gives up its life. The candle gets smaller and smaller in order to let the light shine. So, you know, we have to... We tie that in through the Paschal candle at Easter um, and how Christ comes into the darkness and brings that light. And then how about that white baptismal garment? What, what's, what's so important about that? Um, that symbolizes the being washed in the blood of the Lamb. In the scriptures it says that the, our um, sins have been washed away in the blood of the Lamb. We've been washed clean and pure and white, the ro- white robed, the army of all the white robed in the re- book of Revelation. So it just reminds us that now we're on our journey to heaven. And where where does that white robe show up across a Christian's life? In every sacrament, we see the white robe. So um, in the sacrament of baptism, obviously that's probably the one people most people think of because you have the white robe. But in receiving your first communion, and um, the girls usually wear the white dress and the wed- the white wedding dress. Um, the white alb and the uh, vestments of the priest when they're in, ordained. And so. Christy, um, you know, white, white reflects light, correct? Versus black? Yeah. Yes. So, so when we're wearing white and we have that baptismal candle and that light, we're, we're reflecting Jesus now, correct? Is that, is that right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And it's also Christ living in us. I mean, He is that purity, that light that's in us as well. So there's a lot of layers to that. What that white garment means. It comes. And in in the baptismal rite, they tell us, you know, carry this with you, keep it unstained into the kingdom of heaven. You know, so that's our whole goal. That's the whole reason we're being baptized. You know, and it comes full circle. It starts on the day of your baptism, and then when your body is brought to the church for your funeral, the first thing is you're blessed with holy water and clothed in that white garment, uh, right. reminding God that hey, this soul belongs belongs to God. Reminding all of us that they are Christian. What 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 do you do next then? So you get candle, the white garment. What else happens? Um, so then we. We just actually celebrate the baptism, and we include our children in that. We bring them up with us to the altar or to the baptismal font, wherever, however that's working um, in the liturgy, and we just inc- include them in everything. And we do that baptism. We pick out godparents right away when we find out we're pregnant, so they have journeyed with us through the pregnancy and are um, are there with us to baptize. 
And then afterwards, we celebrate because it's worth okay. celebrating. Well, so. we're going we're gonna to talk about that celebration on the other side of this break. We're going to come back with Jake and Christy Undersayer to hear about how once, now the baptism and on the anniversary of the baptism, the great celebration that they do. Please stay tuned with Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Father Bo Brown from the Diocese of Duluth. A lot of times, us as, as Catholics, we, we struggle with the Holy Spirit because the, the Father is so approachable. He has a name that's very... Uh, that we all know, right, that we can relate to, and the Son as well. And when we get the Holy Spirit, oftentimes He can take this, this kind of back seat in our relationship with God. And we see early on in the, in the book of Acts and uh, in the disciples in the early life of the church, we see how they live with the Holy Spirit and they express to us what it's like to live with Him and how He both sanctifies what they do and their ministry and gives them special gifts and also how He sanctifies their own lives. And they talk about how the Spirit brings uh, certain effects in their life, like joy and peace, patience, kindness, generosity, self-control. So I think it's good for us to think about today. What's our relationship with the Holy Spirit like? Is He a real person in our lives? We have the same kind of relationship with Him that we have with the Father and the Son. How can you know for sure that your loved one is in heaven? Well, the short answer is you can't. I'm Father Chris Alar. But you can have confident hope that they are saved because no matter when or how they died, even by suicide, you can pray and make sacrifices now to still help them accept God's final offer of grace. Jesus told St. Faustina, Call upon my mercy on behalf of sinners. I desire their salvation. When you pray with faith on behalf of some sinner, I will give him the grace of conversion. Wow, if you desire heaven for someone, God desires it even more, so do your part to help them get there. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're in the midst of this uh, great discussion with Jake and, and Christy Undersayer about a baptism and how to celebrate it in, in your family from the moment you hear until afterwards. And Jake, we're, we were just about to talk about... Um, what you and Christy do as a family to celebrate uh, baptism on the anniversary. Could you take us through a little bit what you do and why you do this, and how is it different from, say, a birthday celebration? Yeah, well, it's, I mean, in, in ways similar to a regular birthday celebration. Uh, we have a special meal, we have a special dessert. Um, we don't put candles in a cake, but we do bring out the baptismal candle and light it every year. Uh, we sing "Happy Rebirth Day" to you. <laughs> um, are, are the saints so, involved somehow with it? Like, do the uh, patron saint? Yep. Yep. So we uh, we also celebrate their yeah. So whoever their patron saint is, we we treat that as a special day for each of them too. So we have a celebration on their feast day, and uh, you know, have a meal that ties into whoever their saint is, so that we 
every day that one of these uh, anniversaries or celebrations come up, we make extra effort to uh, to make it a big deal and to uh, be joyful and remember what it's all about. And we talk about their baptism again. We tell stories about when they were baptized and look at pictures and uh, so that every year we can uh, we can remember it and. Uh, and Jake, what, what can you explain to us what a patron saint is? Because may, maybe there's some people out there that they haven't been baptized, or they've been baptized, but um, mm-hmm. they're not of the Catholic faith. So, what, what is a yeah, patron so, saint? So, all over in Scripture, whenever something happened, uh, whenever the Lord called somebody in a particular way, He gave them a new name. So, Abram became Abraham, uh, Saul became Paul, and so when we're baptized, my son Jacob became. Jacob Benedict. So it's, uh, we choose a saint that for them that uh, we had a particular devotion to and someone that uh, they can walk with for the rest of their life so they can have someone in heaven uh, to relate to and have a real relationship with. And then, Christy, could you, you mentioned on the other side of the break um, about the importance of the godparents and that you include them from the beginning. Can, can, as we sum up this conversation, can you just tell us about the importance of those godparents and what, how you and Jake invite them into the your family and the fa- the life of your child? Yeah, we um, choosing godparents is a big deal for us. We think it's really important because we um, need the support and we need the the help of the Christian community in raising a child. You can't just raise a Catholic child on your own. Um, you really need the whole body of Christ with you. So the godparents come and support you in that. They pray for you. They pray for the child. They are there to help you in times of need. Um, their role just, I mean, it's, it's so big and important. Um, so we choose godparents right away because we need help right away. <laughs> we and I'm need guessing to get through you, that you're, first choosing, you're choosing somebody who's active in their faith, and they actually, they actually pay attention to your children across their life. Yes, and so that they'll pray for them, offer masses for them, things like that, have relationship with them, be another person outside of our family that our kids can go to for support as, as a Catholic witness, um, all those things that they can have relationship with the entire body of Christ through their godparents. And we try to incorporate them. They're kind of spread out all over, but we try to incorporate them if they're around for feast days or uh, birthdays or baptism days, things like that. Um, but mostly we just want somebody praying for us and in it with us. So Jake and Christy, I just, I, I want to tell everybody that you, in Thanksgiving, you've been such an inspiration to me, my priesthood, uh, my manhood, my spiritual fatherhood, drawing that spiritual fatherhood out of me. Um, and I, I can't thank God enough for your example and inspiration in my life and just your friendship. And I thank you for sharing your faith with us this morning. Um, on Real Presence Live for all of our listeners. And I just ask God's blessings upon you, especially upon your new baby that you're expecting, and that that baptismal day would just be a great joy for you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you, and God bless you guys. Thanks for being with us this morning. And we are going to transition now. We only have a few minutes left here, but I think it's important. I'm going to turn here to, to Mike and Lori. I'm going to turn it over to you guys. And... Um, you know, I'm, Lori, again, I just want to say what a great job you're doing behind the scenes. It's so great. I've been seeing how you've been pouring yourself out, and it's wonderful. <laughs> but I know Mike has been instrumental in that, oh, and yes. the two of you. So 
Mike, why don't you say a few words here this morning yeah. about support for Real Presence Radio and, and yeah. your role in it here. Yeah, thank you for very much, Father Jason and, uh, and Lori, for all your work. Uh, the, uh, my title uh, with uh, RPR is Director of Advancement. So I, I'm in charge of the, uh, the fundraising, and uh, we have four uh, uh, listener relationship coordinators across this, the uh, network. Janelle Shanelock takes uh, Eastern North Dakota and Northern Minnesota. Uh, Lori Leffer uh, is uh, the Western North Dakota uh, advancement staff. Down in uh, Western South Dakota, we have Karen Gibis. In Eastern South Dakota, we have Heather Carroll. And uh, uh, our job is to tell the story and invite people to uh, participate in the support of Real Presence Radio. We are 100% listener coordinated, listener uh, uh, supported. So we uh, are very thankful for all our donors and what they do. And uh, we, through the years, uh, I've been in this business about 30 years. And, uh, you know, to see the joy that people have when they uh, uh, do give a gift to Real Presence Radio is uh, very real. And it's, uh, uh, it means a lot to them, and it means a lot to us, obviously. And uh, with that thought of uh, uh, support, uh, in the uh, philanthropic, in the advancement industry or philanthropic industry, uh, nonprofits that just maintain maintain their cash gifts uh, do not grow. Uh, what we need to do with Real Presence Radio is to advance their our giving to non-cash gifts, which are gifts of security, gifts of real estate. Uh, those sorts of things, gifts of precious metals works as well. And uh, those types of nonprofits really do advance. Uh, and so we need to encourage folks out there as we go into our banquet seasons this fall and also into our fall live drive, just to think about a gift of uh, uh, a, a non-cash gift such as uh, uh, securities. And uh, it does have some tax advantages. Yes. And in I have seen um, and spoke to a few people. Um, I've only been on the scene for uh, approximately three months. Right. And I have had the privilege to go around North Dakota to meet some of our donors and thank them. And wow, do we have some amazing people out there, Mike mm-hmm. and Father Leffer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, these people just shine and glow, and they are so thankful and so um I just it, they're, they're just on fire for Jesus, yeah, and and we are so thankful for that because that helps us shine. That helps the, you have um, you, you supporters out there. Uh, it's amazing mm-hmm. how this ha- just spreads. Yeah, we're very 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 thankful for our, all our patrons out there, and and we know of our prayers for you. And so you guys have given a powerful testimony there. The role that Catholic Radio plays in evangelization, and so. Uh, Gosh, and we couldn't do it with without you, Mike. Without you, Lori. With, I mean, I just get to do the fun part and gab a lot, which is no effort on my part at all. And then we're grateful for Brandon this morning. He's, I think, he's holding down the ship down in Fargo all by himself this morning. Is what it sounds like. Brandon, are you there with us this morning? I am. Hello, everyone. How are you doing in there? I'm. I'm doing good. Can you uh, get us on board with what's going to be coming tomorrow's show? Yeah, well, tomorrow's Saturday, so we have uh, a bunch of encores from this week's show, but our next live show is on Monday with Father Brandon Moravitz and Ben Frost from Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, Minnesota, up there in the Iron Range. 
This first one is, is going to be incredible. You don't want to miss it. There was a girl who was hit by a FedEx truck while riding her bike um, and su- suffered some, some major injuries. But the faith story behind this story is quite incredible. We're going to have Sam, Teresa, and Rose Sajevic on to share this story. Again, it's, it's just an amazing test of faith, but their response has just been incredible. We'll also have uh, Dan Schultz on. He's part of a local men's fraternity who played a part in helping this family. We'll tell you how he did that. Then we've got Father Brandon and Ben Frost going to do a little host banter, just sharing a message of hope for all those who would tune in to listen. You know, we, we can't have too much hope, can we, Father? No, more We can't hope. have too more much hope. hope. And uh, to close it out, speaking of Father, we'll have an Honor Our Fathers segment honoring one of our great priests with donuts. Again, adding to our, our, our girth, yeah. our, our physical presence. <laughs> Actually, what's great about that is the, the, the priests who get that honor, they get to share it with those who have uh, nominated them, which is a way to give back to them who have been so proud of their spiritual fathers. The, bre- the breath of the girth. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's yes. what's coming up on Monday, guys. Wonderful. I just want to extend a thanks to uh, all our volunteers holding umbrellas uh, for us in this 90-degree uh, day. Thank yeah, you very much, folks. Yeah, we experienced everything from uh, rain. rain, the wind died down, yeah, yeah. little heat, mosquitoes, flies, yeah. trucks passing by. We didn't get any rainbows or hail, so that's... <laughs> that's, that's awesome, yeah. Maybe later. But And also thanks to Robert Leffer for hosting us in the big party that's taking place here. Amen. Anybody yes. in the local area, stop by and, and join the celebration. Yes, and this signs are out there. It says RPR. Absolutely. So how about we, we bring this to a close with a, a little prayer this morning. Mike, thank you and Lori for all of the work thank you, Father. in thank the you, background Father. for this, this wonderful broadcast and all, all those who participated today spreading the hope and the joy. And we pray to our Heavenly Father now, Father, extend your blessing to all of our listeners, know their needs and answer their needs in great generosity this day. And may the blessing of Almighty God be with you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Until Amen. next time, remain in the glory and the and, and the hope of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you to all of our listeners, and please respond in generosity in return. God bless. Brandon? This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.